We're recording now. Oh, cool. Everything you say is being recorded. Can and will be used against you in a podcast of law. And welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Welcome to the stream. If you are watching us, you're on YouTube. Say hello, everyone. Wave. Come on, wave. They're not on YouTube. We're on YouTube. You're, well, okay, you're you're watching YouTube. Wave, everyone. Wave. We're on YouTube. That's right, Just keep it. You need to maintain that clear distinction. I don't know if the word is better or just different but we're, there's clear separation between us and you know those people yeah i think like i've glass. been described as different a few times to be fair <laughs> yeah uh you of course are joining the too much time on our hands team on the stream uh it's the mm. classic threesome we're not in the fuck bunker one of us is in the fuck bunker but the other two of us are obviously in our own homes uh broadcast live duncan still not with us because he's got a, a new little person which is absolutely wonderful so he's spending some time with that new arrival. It. With that new arrival. Um, you may it's, have it's seen... a real human baby, we should stress. It's not made yeah, out it's not of like seaweed a and thing. bits of it stuff is. that you found on the seashore. Hmm. It, yes, it is. Something wrapped in seaweed and sort of the water did offer this baby to Duncan and Duncan did take the baby. I, I'm pretty sure that that's what he thinks the last stages of pregnancy involved. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you may have seen that we are going to be looking at Star Wars risk assessment. Uh, that is true. And obviously, just the day before we recorded this, uh, the day before you're watching this, uh, we uh, it was obviously Star Wars Day. So may the 4th be with you. Oh, actually... no, wait, because it sounds I like may it. the 4th be oh. with you. Oh, that's really clever. You see what Me and Russ there? had the same joke prepared at the same time. I do, I do appreciate that. Do you see what they did there? It's really yeah. clever, isn't really it? Clever, but there's that. also just another excuse for every single games, films, or any toy uh, retailer to sell Star Wars stuff at a discount, which is great. So hoover up hmm. those deals. Um, so obviously we're going to be doing Star Wars risk assessments. Before we go into any detail and explain what that is, let's just introduce ourselves. Hi, Dan. Um, I've prepared a brief statement, Tom. Okay, please. With the 11th pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Good or bad or... That's good, bad. Good. Really good. <laughs> it's good. So anyone uh, with the too much time on their hands, uh, bingo card, NFL talk, scratch that off now. You said uh, they had the 11th. Were they 11th? They traded up to get him, and I could not be more proud of my Chicago Bears. I'd binned them off at the start of the season because they were fucking shit. But right now, I could not be more proud of them. Excellent, excellent. Gotta love that passion. Gotta love that passion. Bring that passion to the podcast, Dan. We also, I have a question, Tom. What's your favourite Star War? My favourite Star War? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favourite... Uh, I'm going to say my favourite Star War was the Battle of the Great Grass Plains. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> uh, so that was Dan. And hello, Russ. What's up? What's up? And I have, of course... Tom, 
so we're going to be moving on right now. Dan, I'm going to hand you over. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right now, I'm going to hand you over, all you out there, to Dan, who's going to explain how we came <laughs> to risk assessments on Star Wars. Right. Hello, Dan. Okay. Uh, hello, Dan. Hello. Dan. Hi, Tom. Hello. Hello. I think we're going to Dan. Tom. Okay, whatever. I'm going to stop doing this now. Um, it's. Um, no, 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 I, I do enjoy when you get that happening for real life. They, they're obviously trained. They just sort of stand there with that vacant smile, don't they? And it's clear that they will sit there for hours if necessary until some someone in their ear tells them they can go. There's, there's a conversation just going on in the chat about how I should be allowed to be happy till the season starts, which I'm, you know, I quite like that. Thank you, guys. I just um, like the energy. I like the energy. I liked it as well. It's it's rare. I don't bring the, the, the uh, NFL stuff on here very often, but when something like this happens, I have to. Uh, uh, Star Wars risk assessments. So, um, a little bit of backstory to this. We we didn't know what we were doing earlier today. or it's ever. a backstory to this specific episode, yeah. is it? It's more just so, to So, we, we toyed around with a few ideas. The one idea we had involved Star Wars, um, and then we kind of elaborated on that. Where we that, that from? I had a risk assessment, fire risk assessment today. So when we started talking about it, I'm like, oh my God, this would be amazing. Like, you, you literally just like said the first thing that you saw in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd save that for the podcast. Uh, yeah. Amazing. So yeah. So that's, that's, that was why risk you assessment. You real life now and gremlin it. Yeah, gremlin. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think it's quite a cool idea. So, so what we're going to do is uh, situations... Um, like prior to going into one of these situations that we've seen in Star Wars, like the forms that would have to be filled out, uh, what specifically, what specific risks they would uh, be facing in these situations, and whether it's a good idea, I think should be mentioned as well at some point as well. Like a few, few other beats. It's going to be loose, but yeah, Star Wars risk assessments. Four words. Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> Russ. Let's throw to Russ. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hello, Russ. Uh, yeah. Okay, Russ? so I think the um, the first... I'm just ignoring you. The uh, the first area that we should probably take a look at with Russ. is the... Uh, it's it's mainly an imperial thing, although you will, it, will, it does sort of creep into other areas as well. It's It's your basic architecture. And, and how things are, are planned and how maybe certain things are omitted. You know, you might want to... You might think that putting between maybe the mess hall and the barracks, how could you connect those two things? Just a corridor, a bit pedestrian, some sort of turbo lift maybe, possible, getting a bit more science fiction. How about a four-inch wide walkway over <laughs> a, an, a bottomless chasm of death? That sounds great, Phil. We'll do that. There's there's obviously some sort of central systemic attraction to heights and vertical edges in the in in whoever sets the sort of the design philosophy. It's obviously a very rigid philosophy. You know, you can spot imperial architecture a mile off. So whoever is setting the central design ethos there is clearly like this is some sort of Steve Jobs figure mm. who will clearly flip out if anyone suggests anything approaching a guardrail or a, even a little rope, maybe. It's very minimalist, isn't it? It's I think very minimalist. Like... To the, but like minimalism is about taking away everything that's unnecessary. And I <laughs> yeah. think that several of the stormtroopers, 
and the cleaning staff and just the standard, you know, you're probably a fair bunch of just admin people who are still falling down bottomless shafts, maybe for a month or two, might consider that some sort of guard device, maybe even just a small discreet sign, could have been necessary. Like, See, yeah. now you're absolutely right, because they actually, if you start at sort of small drops, you know up on the bridge of, like, the Executor, for instance, in Empire Strikes yeah. Back, when they've got the bounty hunters, like, Bosk's foot is literally, like, dangling over the edge of the pit in which there's, like, a bullpen of Imperial admin assistants, mm. you know, kind of, like, looking at screens and pressing buttons. So, like, if you're if you're not looking where you're going when you're walking on the bridge you're likely to fall into an office area of some yeah. description. On these floors that look like they're made of very solid, you know, it's not. It's hardly play park fundo down there. No, and they're always very shiny floors as well, which makes very me worry shiny. about slipping hazards. You spill, you spill a cup of coffee, you're looking at six broken legs minimum. Absolutely. And can you imagine the liability suits that would follow after that? And in, in, the, in the books, they refer to those as the crew pits. Like, oh yeah, it's just a standard... Everyone keeps their crew in a pit, don't they? It's a crew pit. We've got, yeah, we've got the, the nice sort of windows, a few controls and stuff. All the people who are actually doing the jobs are there in the pit. How do you get to the pit? You just fall, I guess. There's yeah. no ladder or steps or anything. You do some sweet-ass parkour into mm. that pit. <laughs> um, and then it, of course, ranges, like you say, like up to tractor beam controls. Where yeah, do you I mean, put so, them? so those, those crew pits, they're a good, what? 10 foot down and yeah, that is like that. about that is the thing you would most want to fall down in imperial architecture land it's true it's very true so like i say, the tractor beam controls are i mean literally a four inch passage off a larger uh, but railless uh, walkway that obi-wan literally you know he's an old man by this point sort of has mm. to edge across and there's no easy way to get to the controls the controls themselves are completely railless with a four inch walkway all the way around the controls exactly 180 degrees away from where you would step onto this thing it's i mean you know if there's going to be a sort of a a thing that you might want a maintenance crew to be able to easily access it might be the controls to tractor beams i'm just saying and that's not even it's not even like a named pit it's not a reactor core it's not a geothermal vent or anything like that. Oh, it's just yeah, it's just one of the it's one of the shafts. Yeah, shaft we've got, we've got loads of them. Like at <laughs> yeah. least the guys operating the Death Star main guns. Where do we sit? Oh, you're in in the barrel of the laser. I'm oh, sorry. Yes, that's the your station. It's just there. We do suggest you lean in when the planet killing <laughs> weapon is firing three inches behind your head. But don't worry. We're going to give you sunglasses. Mm, and a weird sticky-out helmet, which, if anything, is going to catch on something and yank you into a pit. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like the, it's, it's, it's a massive design flaw, and I'll, I'll mention this in the plans. Um, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, if he wanted to, could just hang around at the tractor beam controls. And just when people come to get him, just knock them off, just casually... Force push no, them yeah. all off the side. Force push. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we lost half our crew that day. <laughs> it does predate the Empire as well. If, if you cast your days back to the good twenty percent of Attack of the Clones, yeah. mm-hmm. the bit where they're landing, uh, you know, at the start where they're landing the big um, Nubian ships 
on the landing platforms mm. in Coruscant. Is that the second one or the third one? I can't remember. But so the second, uh, it's the one where it blows up, right? It's yeah, second, yeah. yeah. So those cool. landing platforms, literally a plank <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not. Yeah. Not even a hint of any sort of safety equipment. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, Coruscant's one obviously key perpetrator of that. I mean, um, Camino as well, like suspended over a vast storm-filled ocean, mm-hmm. uh, no handrails. There's a lip, and then a very long incline down, yeah. which it's great fun. And to everything's slide. wet there, just mm. for extra. Everything's extra wet fun. as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Emperor's throne room. The only place that does have railings, so literally has to be picked up and thrown into the reactor shaft. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I get railings. No one else. Well, and I mean, that wasn't a- even the finished Death Star. Like maybe yeah. they learnt their lesson. Like maybe the, the Death Star before too. We're finished. We're going put to the railings in now. Now. <laughs> now. Yeah, it is fully operational apart yeah. from the railings. Yeah, the rail. Oh, we put railings in this time. No, it is probably, probably yeah. a good safety feature, really. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think Russ did compare this one to Grand Designs, mm. didn't he? It was just like we are a bit over budget right now, <laughs> so uh, the first thing that we're going to cut are the railings. Kevin, <laughs> yeah. Kevin McLeod would have a field day. I the think Emperor this is living a in a caravan with yeah. his yeah. unexpectedly <laughs> pregnant wife. Yes, it has been a bit stressful actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Vader at the slow cooker. <laughs> I just saying his name, just thinking, just saying his name makes me furious. Just in the background, Emperor on the phone to a contractor. Well, I was promised this price, so you say you have to do this price. What do you mean you can't find the chrome? I want the chrome. <laughs> yeah. White just won't putting, cut it. That will get dirty really easily. Putting the phone down with a deep sigh. <sighs> Yeah, so from a from a risk assessment point of view, presumably, if you're ever going from point A to point B in pretty much any imperial building, mm. you would need to fill out a form in triplicate stating where you're going, how you intend to maintain your balance, what handholds you're going to be looking out for. There'll be nothing official, but you might remember that there's all oh, you know there's a there's a door handle on G deck that I can try and grip onto if necessary if I'm plummeting past it. I I love the idea of them going back to the tractor beam to put it back up. And like how like Obi Wan kind of deftly like nimbly like walks along to 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 lower the tractor beam, like the stormtroopers that have to go in like are literally just kind of like straddling the side of this thing, like shimmying along to get to <laughs> yeah. to get to get there through fear mm. of just falling off. I bet Obi Wan Kenobi did a motherfucking cartwheel onto that. Was <laughs> yeah. that legendary? Yeah, because they're in their shiny plastic slippery armor. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, just interestingly can't... enough about their armor actually i, I heard I, I saw this thing where like uh they were saying that the reason that stormtroopers seem to get go down with mm. one hit is that their their armor is blast absorbent so if they get hit by a blaster bolt it's effectively like being shot by a low caliber mm. uh low velocity bullet if you're wearing a kevlar vest like you are going to go down but you'll you'll be okay. And apparently, they you know someone was saying they just go down easily because it hits them. The blast gets radiated across the rest of the armor plates, and they go down stunned. So like they're not just killing everyone. Okay, and it's like they're killing everyone. I mean that's that's what's, that's there what's is happening. like a hole 
pierced in like all of these on his yeah, arm. Right. And smoke some, some of them are yeah, on exactly. fire. <laughs> yeah, yes. Some of them are literally on fire. Yeah. I mean, that's it's all fine. just like the they it's, all scream. It's the people in agony. That are trying to get a, a trying to like wreck on yeah. the stormtroopers being the ultra elite hardcore special forces of the empire. Yeah, but no, when they look like robots. So we don't care useless. about them when they die. That's that's the imperial apologists. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you'll find they're just really forward-thinking. They are. Mm. They're just yeah. stunned, actually. Yeah, they're just like, stunned. They're, no, they're they, they scream in fucking agony. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah, I'm literally dying. <laughs> they use. Is it the Wilhelm scream that they actually use in? They in, do. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it's in all yeah. of them. And they they kind of deliver. In there's that one episode of The Mandalorian where one stormtrooper gets like beaten, shot, and then set on fire, and that almost seems like a deliberate riposte to the people. They're like, no, no, they're all fine. They get up five minutes later. Yeah. They have uh, holes so in their armour. Yeah, no, don't believe yeah, that. Yeah, I went to an autograph signing, one of those things, where I'm set, uh, at Watford Sports Centre Gym. That's where I went to do this. And there were three guys, and I'm sure you've seen these uh, signings as well, three guys all claiming to be uh, stormtrooper extras in various parts of the film and demanding, like, you know, 10 quid for an autograph. I went up to one of them and I went, oh, which one are you? And he went, he held up a picture of, like... 25 stormtroopers and he had a red ring around one of them and he was like I'm this one and I was like oh he's like so she wants an autograph I just went no because <laughs> because hair flick from a lower low is over there <laughs> and that's definitely him <laughs> I um in in so it's like if that if that was genuinely him or somebody pretending probably makes no difference to the value of that autograph anyway they're basically the same 10 quid there'll be someone that's collecting all of them though like that 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 will be something that someone will want it's not that's not your first autograph though is it what's the first autograph you got Uh, some fella in a stormtrooper outfit in one of the star wars films yeah which one i'll show you because that's the only way you're going to know um the uh one of our old customers you is the you rebel scum guy from uh, Return of the Jedi. Scum. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. He's uh, made a living from conventions, in fact. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations to him, yeah. My first yeah. autograph of that day was um, the guy that played Admiral Piat, which I thought was a pretty good, See, that's pretty cool. good score for the first yeah. one. Yeah. He was in the pit, wasn't he? He was the guy that was in the pit that looked up and literally saw Bosk's foot. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> These ships are just really fucking badly designed, aren't they? Well, I mean, that was another thing we started talking about, wasn't it? Was that like, you know, like the bridge, the bridge mm. of a Star Destroyer, for instance, from a health mm. and safety point of view. Right. OK, so the Covenant in Halo, yeah. all of their bridges, the bridges of their ships and their assault carriers and stuff like that are right in the heart of the vessel. And they get fed data from all of the other areas of the ship. And mm. they're, they're there to protect the shipmaster. Yeah. Imperials. Now, stick the captain in a little kind of gazebo on the top of the star yeah. destroyer you know and let's put a big glass viewing port there so yeah. if a fighter hits it like you it'll probably, just kill um, everyone you probably want to hide the shield generators as much as possible i'd imagine no 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 <laughs> stick them stick them just on top like like a, like, pair, like, of, like just, a pair of ears like crystal domes <laughs> yeah they're like they're the you... crystal dome aren't they on yeah. each one that's it yeah. oh, well, the, really... the actual the worst offender in that regard is star trek mm. with the the bridge in a little, as you say, glass gazebo on yeah. top of the on top of the ship. But then 
despite the fact that they've got glass windows at the front, hmm. they then put a TV in front of the window. <laughs> so you can't even see out the window. To be fair, it, they're my kind of people. Gets blown away. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're constantly like on screen. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. but we need to see. No, no, no. I want to see the intergalactic NFL. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. So presumably, when they're not talking to somebody on screen, there's like a camera mounted on the back of that screen mm. that then shows its own image on that screen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah, of course. In reality, it would be, the bridge would be heavily protected as it is on, on real ships. They yeah. have kind of, they have like a little cocoon around them, don't they? Well, I yeah. think you'll find that in the expanse, ding, um, they don't have windows in the ships at all, do they? Well, no, it'd be completely pointless. It would be, yeah. So they don't bother you. And a, yeah. a structural point yeah. of weakness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cockroach to see out there. Yeah. Uh, Dan says stormtroopers can be knocked out with Ewok bone clubs. It's a very good point. Or yeah. have their necks broken by yeah. Ewok bone clubs. Yeah. They're also they're also heavily implied in some of the expanded universe um, graphic <laughs> novels to have been uh, cannibalized by the Ewoks. That, well, that's the question that I, I hadn't thought about the other day. Not, I mean, unless you've got Ewok stormtroopers, it's not cannibalism. I was going to say, it's not cannibalism, is it? They're just, just eaten. eaten. They've just been eaten. That's, that's the question that came up the other day that I hadn't heard before. Um, where did they get a dress in Princess Leia's size from? <laughs> yeah, just off screen is the spit <laughs> with some bones on it going around. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, love. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. Also, uh, why why is Princess Leia back in her um, Hoth outfit when Han Solo gets brought back to the uh, prison after being tortured on Empire Strikes Back? Because she's in a dress when she goes to see when they go mm. to dinner, <laughs> the weirdest dinner party in the world. Yeah. Um, and then the next scene, she's back in her Hoth gear. Had it on under the dress. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she was. Yeah, she was going full like Frogman. Like James Bond, Frogman, Frogman, mm. Frogman, Mr. Frogman, Frogman. <laughs> James um, Frogman, James Frogman. Dan also says that that's only in the Abrams movie. Pretty sure the bridge of the Enterprise in the show is not at the exterior of the ship. I think it is. It is the yeah. the very the opening titles of Next Generation yeah. has that shot where it zooms out. You can see them wandering it's around at the top, isn't it? In the little dining room off yeah. the bridge, and it zooms right out it is a little gazebo sticking out the top yeah. of the dish because at the front it's um guinan's place isn't it 10 forward, Ten forward. Yeah, yeah that's that's on the front of yeah. the of the engineering so i hate to be a party pooper but why are we talking about star trek because it's know? better yeah. tom just that's admit it nerds. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> star- if, if we're going to like yeah star wars ship design as well i mean you know the shafts come back into this in a big way. Yeah. Uh, if you if you look at ships like um, like the ship at the start of Avatar or the um, the ship in two thousand and one, mm. you know the the way that these things are expected to work is you have your habitat habitation. Is that a word? Yeah, habitation yeah. now section habitat, the crew yeah. section, and then you have a very long superstructure separating all those soft squishy human beings mm. from the massive radiation generating drive section or you can hit up dave in imperial design department and uh yeah we just like to put reactor shafts and uh and various cores of different types 
more or less dotted at random about the ship <laughs> and uh, everyone just has to walk past them all the time when they're when they're going to the the break room so it's not emperor bad Pal- for your health at all it's fine <laughs> yeah. i've been here for ages so uh, emperor palpatine uh, you've got your nice big throne uh, tower on mm. the death star here would you like some air filtration uh, from the reactor shaft, you know, obviously we've got this big thing coming over here. Do you want any filtration or anything? No, no, no. Mm. I just want a great big chasm that goes all the way to the centre of the Death Star to the ginormous reactor. Yeah, and it's and the worst reactor, that you want that, you want that directly connected to your chair. Just, <laughs> yeah. just a fucking massive pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Because my bottom gets cold. <laughs> Why? I like to shit on the lessers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's... I mean, the towers is also another thing. So I think I, I brought that up in the WhatsApp earlier. The towers everywhere. Like, it's okay. So on the surface of the Death Star, there's a great big fucking tower sticking out of it, which is the Emperor's throne room, mm. which is where he sits and contemplates the universe when he's on the Death Star. If, I mean, if, if a big swarm of fighters get anywhere near that, it's a really fucking obvious target. Just go for that. Just mm. go for that. Go yeah, for that. The, the small glass room on a matchstick. Exactly. The, the, Jedi, the... the Jedi Temple, five great big spires. Mm. One of them where the council sits. You want to take out the Jedi Council, you just fly one of the many cars already flying around Coruscant into that tower. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. Um. I've got a small one to, to mm-hmm. fit in while well, we're talking about Jedi. We're Tower. very sorry about that, Dan, but <laughs> this is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> well, I've, you know, learn to learn to deal with it. Um, I've 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 uh, been I've been sent in to uh, have a look at the chairs in the Jedi Temple and see if we can find something that provides a little bit more lumbar support. Yeah, some of those chairs are just essentially. Uh, footstools um and some of them are are really nice and i think we should be looking at uh replacing them with something that is going to be better for the back in the long run yoda's not young you know he needs to needs to be watching his age yeah he's basically just on a beanbag isn't he he gets like zero zero Mm. support yeah and yet there are times when we see him talking to people in the corridors of the jedi temple walking around bad back he's either walking around or he's flying around (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. that's the bit I love is like Yoda's literally on a mobility scooter at points yeah. just like whizzing around the, the corridors he's clearly got a bad back as well let's get him something let's get him something with a bit more support it's weird though isn't it because there are some scenes where you see Obi-Wan hmm. kind of sitting on what looks like one of the most comfortable chairs ever yeah. I and mean, there's no there's no neck support but it's like you can tell he's kind of sitting there like I'm happy man I mean look at, look at my boots you know, I am really, really sort of living the life here. And then the bloke next to him is sat in the same chair, but it's the dude with the really long neck and the tiny head at the top of that really long neck. Yeah. You know, that guy, that guy's got no lumbar support. There's even one that literally has a has a spine curvature like yeah. like that. You know the one I mean with like the, the big, long folded sort of head. Yeah. Like, like this. Like, it's like, have you always been like that? No, only since I joined the council these yeah. fucking seats they won't shell out for new seats uh, and yet I, I put in the request with with, with facilities and I still haven't got it and yet free drinks at conference why? yeah uh, I got my coffee expenses back quickly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the guy with the long neck Jack has just pointed out is Yariel Puff 
Um, yes. He's he's yeah, as he says, he's got neck problems. Yeah. Yes. No support whatsoever. Let's see if we can get him something like custom made in there. I reckon. Imagine support. how that guy puts a t-shirt on. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously meant to be sort of like species specific chairs, but yeah. it seem it does seem to have just been like, well, we'll have as many designs of chair as there are species, but we're not gonna make any effort to actually match them to the people or have them work for them in a particular way. Maybe they designed the chairs for the people and then the Jedi Council got up there and then immediately one of them sat in the wrong chair. And then from then yeah. on, chaos ensued. They're all just covetously glancing at the yeah. chair one to their no right. one's going to mention it though <laughs> I mean Yoda's like sat in like literally it's disappearing into the right thing <laughs> someone perched on the edge of Yoda's uh huh yeah yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, just slipping <laughs> off every now. Mm, yeah, sorry. Probably, yeah. It was probably um, it was probably Count Dooku, wasn't it? it was sat on the other chair. I oh, fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm not. I'm not having a part of this anymore. And that was yeah. what precipitated his fall to the dark side. <laughs> so was he on the council? Up this. Though? Their facilities are better. Sorry. Was Dooku on the council? I don't know. I just did you just hand out leaflets? He was obviously high up enough to be. <laughs> I mean, to be, let's be fair, to be honest, in reality, matter. he pops out of nowhere and suddenly everyone is like, oh yes, Count Dooku, that guy we've heard of, it is you. <laughs> you know, they he's actually, a bit like Dracula. They actually cut a scene out. They, um, there was a scene that was meant to go into Attack of the Clones, which might have incl- increased the percentage of what is good in that film to around 20 and a half percent, where they actually show the 20 busts mm. that they made of the lost 20, as the Jedi Order calls them, which are people that have left the Order under whatever circumstances. And Dooku's bust is one of them, and they, they sort of talk about him being, you know, there's actually some characterization rather than just, you know, oh, Count Dooku's trying to kill everyone. It was actually like, oh, well, he was a Jedi at one point. Mm. You know, he was a very very well-respected Jedi, and he left the Order under his own blah blah to go back to blah de blah blah hmm. Yeah. So I don't blah-de-blah-de-blah think blah-de-blah he's actually... Lovely this time of year, aren't it's, it's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> temperate. Temperate. So, yeah. Serenian he is, Let's isn't he? get some That's better chairs. Good knowledge. Let's get some better chairs in the, uh, in the uh, Jedi Council throne room. Absolutely, and and some definite definite seating assessments. Yeah. You need some adjutant coming in, sort of telling everyone to sit up, make mm. sure that their knees are at you know right angles. If they've got knees, yeah, some of them don't. Yeah, true. Screen at eye level, and like none of those chairs seem to have very obvious uh, handles for adjusting height nope. or tilt or anything like that. Nope. And they're just nope. about the only fuckers in this, this universe that don't float. <laughs> yeah. For the fucking Jedi as well. Camino needs new chairs. Mm. Camino just has the sort of bowls that like come out of the ceiling. They are not designed yeah. for, for Caminoans, are they? It's almost mm. as if those chairs were designed yeah. hastily for something shot on green screen. Yes, it's almost as if that is the case. Is, isn't that, it? is that why it was so? Is that why they give off so much light so they don't have to show contact between entirely possible? Like mm. at that time, doing people physically interacting with CGI objects was really hard. I mean, it's still really hard, but it was really, really hard then. Tell me about how hard it is. convincingly connect uh, an actor and a digital object was insanely difficult back then. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't, like, where they do do it, it doesn't work very well. No. So why not make the seats glow mm-hmm. like so bright 
<laughs> you can't see where cloak ends and fake seat begins. Because you do see it sometimes, like where they're like walking or running <laughs> along, and like their feet aren't moving at the right speed, so they're sort of slipping and like, like moonwalking along, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Jack, Jack says, to be honest, it was a long time ago. They hadn't invented the small hydraulic lifts back then. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Duncan says, point. don't some of the land speeders need seat belts and maybe roll bars and somehow to keep passengers somehow to keep passengers in? Yeah, definitely like some sort of. Real, I mean, I suppose you could get away. They must have some sort of inertial dampener field. Yeah, because otherwise everyone would be dead. The sci-fi favorite on a Star Wars spaceship. Yeah, so they, you know, same like Tony Stark's suit must have some sort of inertial damp dampener or something to yeah. prevent the fact that he can go from flying at a thousand miles an hour straight into concrete, and when he opens his suit, his suit up, he's not just soup at the bottom. Yeah, I was about to say, of course, cool exactly ACDC music playing. The suit opens, and there is just. A liquefied Tony Stark yeah. and a skeleton yeah. falls out. The helmet yeah. pops open and it's yeah. literally just <laughs> yeah. red. But the bit at the end of the Avengers just... when the new suit clamps onto him and he goes yeah. from falling off the tower at terminal mm. velocity to suddenly jetting straight upwards. The suit could do that, mm. but he would be pureed inside it. Yeah. Like ships stop moving. Yeah. And a particularly cool any moment in the expanse. Yeah. For that matter. Which yeah. you'd know about if you weren't such a complete Bell end. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with a more of like an aggressive. You've tried being subtle with him, and he's still not watched it. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You just bully him into it now. <laughs> Fucking hell! I'm sorry. People might have registered seeing that look of confusion register on my face there when it went from just a casual sort of like, oh, I think you'd really like the expanse to you know you'd know that if you weren't a complete cunt. It's <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> I'm saving that for when you still haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. Sorry, yeah, that was force multiplier, wasn't it? Sorry, I went from (laughs) 0 to 60 very, very quickly. All right, fair enough. At least I know what kind of path we're on. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think we can can say, yeah, the the speeders, (laughs) sure, they've got something in them to stop you just being turned into complete mush. But, yeah, you do seem to be able to... I mean, Dan, I don't know if just general traffic management was something you wanted to go into more detail on, because, Mm. I mean... It's a stupid enough idea letting normal human beings drive cars. And let's face it, if they were invented today, we'd never be allowed to drive them because it's insanely dangerous. Yeah. But this, if yeah. you add, oh, they can go at a thousand miles an hour and fly to that equation, it must get a lot worse. Doesn't seem very sensible, does it? You you had something on the on the, the traffic situation, didn't you, Tom? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and this this is a perfect segue into it because one of the things we see in Attack of the Clones mm. in the twenty percent that's quite good. I quite enjoy the car chase where they're chasing the um, the changeling assassin. Mm. Yeah, uh, there is some Wiley music. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. Um, there are some really good uh, looking vehicles in there, but of course, Anakin and Obi Wan ride around in speeders mm. that, are, that are basically convertibles. Um, you know very high doing all sorts of flips and rolls and stuff like that you know there's nothing there's no seat belts there's nothing holding them in none of them buckle over you know um i mean that's so that is sorry just, just wipe my nose um yeah that bogey out tom love it so that is so that is one you know one massive floor with coruscant traffic the other is 
in all the CGI back, well, in all the backgrounds of things, we see cars and all those sort of vehicles mm. flying in incredibly regimented straight lines. Really incredibly really close to each lines. other as well. Really close to each yeah. other. Like like there's some sort of order to all this. Yeah. But yet, he, whenever a Jedi gets in a car or any one of the main characters, they just fucking fly where they want. They're off road immediately. There, are, there yeah. are fighters taking off, and there are big, you know, acclimator starships taking off all over the place, like. Who the fuck is like controlling the traffic down there? What kind of health and safety do they have going on to make sure that you know a, a great big transport ship takes off and doesn't wipe out an entire sort of freeway of traffic <laughs> just as plows through plows through five lanes of hover cars? It never and it just doesn't see it. You know, it's one of those things that people like like the filmmakers just kind of it, it, it doesn't happen. Like oh, that, that never happens on Coruscant. It's like hang on. It must. It must at some point because there's yeah. no way that this could all be doing that. It's a surprise. I mean, the, the obvious answer is that all this stuff is like AI controlled, or at least computer controlled, or droid controlled, mm. or something like that. But they're not because droids aren't allowed to do anything fun in Star Wars. They're not allowed to fly ships or anything like that. The best they can hope for is being basically a glorified sat nav. I was I was going to say surely in term in filmic terms surely this was an ideal opportunity to cram in another vaguely racist droid like directing traffic so yeah because yeah, that's what it'd be if if it was like droid controlled traffic it wouldn't be that there's some sort of supercomputer controlling all these vehicles at once and pulling them together and platooning them and, and managing the flows, it would literally be a fucking droid mm. on a hover platform waving a sign, making comedy noises at yeah. the cars. To get it, would be. it would almost certainly be an Italian droid, mm. like the <laughs> ones that stand on that platform in uh, Rome, yeah. and be physically pointing at cars to get them to go past. Yeah, that That is how a droid would control traffic in Star Wars. Yeah. You're going to uh, need a lot of them. Yep. And they've all got comedy accents. Yeah. yeah. Hey, right, because they're disposable. <laughs> they're clearly, walk in here. <laughs> they're clearly individuals with souls yeah. and personalities, but they're yeah. also really disposable, so you can shoot them for, for comic effect. Yeah. That is another thing that always... It's never sat right with me. It's like, you know, you've got droids who, when they're lowered into a nice warm oil bath, mm. will go, oh, that's amazing. I you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, Please don't absolutely. let me die. Yeah, don't let me die. Why? Why? Why do you keep slapping me? It wasn't my fault. The milk went blue. You know that sort of shit. But like, but then literally, they're just casually kind of like, yeah, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. That one. That one's a cock. It keeps looking at me in a weird way. Fuck that one. No, kill that one. Pull that one's arms off. You know, like as they're literally screaming in pain. Yeah. yeah. There's that bit where Obi Wan says, "Well, if droids could think, then none of us would be here, would we?" But they can they clearly can they're clearly sentient it's it's kind of, it sounds like an unwritten thing doesn't it yeah it's like, like well, a, yeah we all okay yes we all we all know that they're free-thinking individuals that we should accord basic human rights yeah. but it's that would be quite inconvenient so we're just going to sort of ignore it yeah and basically keep treating them as slaves because uh, my toilet's not going to clean itself <laughs> and i have just taken a massive shit. <laughs> so, you know, B1669, come on. Yeah, yeah. Just, just laid a trout in there, come on. <laughs> Get know. the big brush. Also, though, that one, that one's another interesting one. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the industrial brush. <laughs> just, just, like, just, just flings out. Yeah. 
to get the the chop chopper nine thousand. Oh, hanger. Yeah, but it's like a cool lit up glowing. Yeah, space no, it just it just hangar. pings out like you know RTD like some of RTD stuff does. Just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is basically my hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obi Wan is always painted in all of the sort of films as being incredibly wise and very observant, you know, as wise as Yoda and as powerful as Master Windu and all that kind of shit. But he does say some stupid stuff, and that is probably one of the more stupid things that he says. Yeah. Like, you know, if they could think, they can. They have conversations with you all the time. Um, You know, there's even one that came up to you and was a waitress droid, Mm. you know, and seemed very happy and had a Brooklyn accent, you know, fucking, she can think. She probably goes home and, you know, I don't know, cries about being a droid or like, thing. And the other side of it is, like, in the original trilogy, throughout all three films, there is a droid that is scared shitless. So, like, like of mm. everything that's happening, doesn't want to be in any of those situations. He's also the one that the, the worst shit happens to, generally, as well. So, and believes, believes in the mm. maker. You know, yeah. he has a... He, there's a droid god, the maker. Yeah. Oh, thank the maker... You yeah. know, so, yeah. so they're clearly well feeling as... something. I mean, he's a he's a twat, obviously, but it's <laughs> he's not that bad once you get to know him. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, he does bang on a bit though, doesn't he? But does yeah, it? just Fucking... oh, no. oh, fuck, mate. I like RTD too, but just, mate, just don't bring your mate with you, please. Like, oh. lose yeah, him RTD in the too. Yeah. Life and soul of the party. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> like, have you seen him serving drinks? It's fucking amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> little tray, little tray hat. Brilliant. So yeah, uh, Coruscant traffic. Coruscant traffic. <laughs> yeah, loads and loads, loads, and loads of droids. Yeah, uh, waving things around. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, Coruscant is a bit of an enigma, anyway. I mean, the idea that there is an entire planet covered in a city, hmm. um, you know, uh, with various levels and, you know, there's meant to be like an under city and a, an upper city and stuff like that, you know, on different tiers and things like that. And obviously an industrial zone and, and stuff. So maybe some of this traffic is kind of apportioned by the area of Coruscant that you're on. But again, like the landing pads on Coruscant kind of attest to it being completely different because it's hmm. almost like you just fucking land wherever you want. Yeah. You know, yep. and bugger what space lane you might be in. You know, even the fucking Jedi fighters. Jedi fighters always taking off from the hangars at the Jedi Temple and just disappearing off into the sky. And there's no traffic control out there. Like, Obi-Wan doesn't go, you know, Golf Delta 909, a Jedi fighter, you know, approaching, um, you know, requesting permission to approach hyperspace ring B or anything like that. He literally just fucking rocks up. But right, I'm going on that one. And off he goes into hyperspace. You know, we've seen now that if you go through something at hyperspace, high hyperspeed, you fucking destroy it. How does he know there's nothing in his way? He doesn't. Answer, answer uh, I mean, that's that. a very contentious area that you strolled into there. Like, Is it? Yeah. Well, well, canonically, you shouldn't be able to fly into anything that's a that's a mass. You can't you can't hyperspace too near a planet or anything like that because the gravity well stops you doing it which is how the interdictor cruisers work they project gravity shadows that yank mm. people out of hyperspace very then, good that's a bit of eu there then the uh the the holdo maneuvers sort of dicks on that a bit and then what far more dicks on that is the stupid light speed skipping thing at the start of the last one 
where mm. apparently you can just type space in and out of people's houses. There you go. That's the way to do it, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. And th- what you're forgetting, Tom, is the uh, planet slogan on Coruscant. Uh, just because it's Coruscant doesn't mean you Corus can't. <laughs> yeah, and that the awkward little pause there while you have a think, that yeah. is part of the slogan. Yeah, dot, dot, the- dot, Corus can't. <laughs> yeah. what, Don't be a was... chorus cunt. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that your um that was on a searching question yeah. a while ago, wasn't it? Chorus can, the... it's chorus can, yeah. not chorus uh, cor- can't, more like chorus can. can. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, you were taught it was like what if the Clone Wars had like Pathé News broadcasts? Yeah. Oh that's look at right, our, yeah. Look at our brave whippy chappies. <laughs> In their attitude, it's not Coruscant, it's Coruscant. <laughs> Coruscant, more like Coruscant. It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. One of my favourites. Everyone, you should go back through all the searching question episodes and try and find that one because it is well worth <laughs> Because listening. we can't be asked. Because we can't be asked. And then tell us about it so I can go back and listen to it because I want to listen to it. Yeah, you lot go back, <laughs> listen to it, and contact us and tell us how great I'll we tell are. You what, yeah. If someone could do like a greatest hits compilation, I mean, it'll last about 10 minutes, but. That's that's kind of like the. I'd like to reuse those jokes. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, the chorus can't. Chorus can <laughs> just kills me like every time. I mean, even the dro- even the battle droids don't know. Well, that even the battle droids that are mass produced have humour. Yeah. You know, that one that goes Coruscan, mm, no, that doesn't compute. Uh, mm, no, you're under arrest. You know, yeah. that one. It's like wow, that guy literally baited and switched there. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, I'm sure we've talked about the... this before, but yeah. why the fuck do those robots communicate by literally talking to each other? They've got antennae. Yeah, mm. you've got what is essentially two computers, and the best way for them to get information from computer A to computer B is to say it out loud as words. Okay, the same could be said for Ultron and Jarvis, though. Check yeah. out Corporal. Mm. Roger, Roger. So, yeah. But like, Jar- at least Jarvis, it's like... Um, it's probably because it'll be a shit film if you didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I mean, that's probably... Like, I think in when Ultron and shit Jarvis up. are talking to each other, you can imagine that they're not literally yeah. speaking. It's, yeah. it's conveying computers swapping information. Yeah. Whereas those robots do walk around saying, Roger, Roger, to each other. And that's fucking stupid as well. The correct... Radio etiquette is you say Roger. You don't say it twice. Well, you only say unless, Roger, course, Roger if the other person's called Roger. Called Roger. Yeah. Roger, Roger, I mean, Roger, 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 Roger was their was their call sign. I mean, this is assuming that they use NATO radio protocols. Which why wouldn't they? Mm. Roger that, Papa Fluffer Nudders. <laughs> <laughs> Roger that, chilly willy nilly vanilly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, of course, then when they're, you know, the, the Battle of the Great Grass Plains, or was it the Battle of the 90, Windows 95 screensaver? Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> the Battle Alba, of the This Is As Good As We Can Do in CG These Days, a field. Is it open fire? You know, it just literally says it, like to all of the massed artillery around him, and then cease fire, and all of them stop. Except that one that fires at the end. You know, like that kid in assembly who always claps last. Yeah. Waits. That was always me. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I just switch off. Like, just, okay, I'll clap. Clap, 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 clap. Oh, no one's clapping. I should stop. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. What else? 
I mean, should we talk about lightsaber combat in general? <laughs> it's a more elegant... I mean, I, I think um, there's, there's clearly a reason why, despite the fact they don't seem to be that hard to get hold of, nobody wants the lightsaber apart from the Jedi. Because yeah. you would slice your face off you would. within yes. about 10 seconds. And basically yeah. the first thing Luke does is nearly slice <laughs> Obi-Wan in half. Probably, also, probably could have dealt with saying, I'm going to give you this before I hand it to you. Do not point it at me and press that button on the yeah. side. <laughs> the first thing he does is look down the end as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's the end now. In the background, you hear the body slump to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to end credits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just hope one kind of like, oh, <laughs> stuffing, <laughs> stuffing his corpse into the chest, wiping down the lightsaber, and <laughs> yeah, putting it in his hand so it's possible. wiping his prints off it and then yeah. leaving it next to Luke's body. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, there, uh, someone's dead. Yeah, just, sand people, just, come here. Yeah, it's just him looking suspicious <laughs> then. Just black screen. that very enjoyable bit where the porgs are like one of them's like got his head stuck down the emitter bit, and the other one's jumping up and down right next to the on-off button. Oh, I like the porgs. I thought the porgs were funny. My still my favourite moment is the bit where where one of them's watching Chewbacca roasting another one. Just sitting there watching it happen. And as I say, you know the one that he's roasting is his mum as well. You can just put two and two together. That's After really then, dark. He becomes a vegetarian, doesn't he? Pretty much. Well, he doesn't eat the porks. Again, like that island yeah. as well. If yeah. that was a Jedi temple back in the old days, mm. it's just an island in the middle of nowhere with yeah. no safety, with great big chasms to jump over or to walk across by using a massive great big pole yeah like again really unsafe place to have younglings doesn't appear to be anywhere good to land either <laughs> judging by you mm. know although how often have you seen in star wars people getting out of ships and stuff like like lando rescuing mm. luke from the bottom of cloud city you yeah. know i mean that is that is one of the only times you see someone doing health and safety as he's going up you see him pulling out that little hook clip he does yeah he actually (laughs) clips him on he's the he is the only guy that does any health and safety Mm. any health and safety yeah and also if you think about it bespin cloud city great big bottomless chasm Mm. handrails everywhere there were handrails weren't there i mean very um, very shafty very shafty is basically one giant shaft but yeah, there were handrails on yeah. the small, pointless, spindly little bridge that goes out over the shaft for no reason. Mm. Yeah, that's to take, I don't know, wafts. It's an inspection platform, so you yeah, can go and fun. inspect the shaft. Um, yeah. And also, Still I- I'd like to think <laughs> that uh, the Ugnaught and um, Lobot are in a union. Maybe that's how they got handrails. Yeah. Ah. Yes, collective, collective representation. Yeah, that's where the stormtroopers went wrong. So Lando was like, "There's no fucking way I'm going out there without a safety clip and a, and a belt of some sort and a harness." Yeah, they'd actually left Luke dangling there for about forty-five minutes while he 
filled in various forms, checked yeah. in equipment, mm. watched a brief training video. For the last time, we have no high visibility ger- uh, jerkins. So there's just just got the clip and the and the belt. Mm. Uh, oh, Lando, uh, just quickly, have you? Um, when was the last time you did your ladder training? Okay, cool. Right, okay. Just sit down and watch this video for five minutes, and we'll sign you off. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to ladder training. <laughs> In this fourteen-part video, you will find <laughs> number one ladder spelling the word voiced by Obi Wan Kenobi, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm everyone Kenobi. He had to do something to fill the time in on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. you might remember me for, from the Clone Wars. <laughs> I was a Jedi for a while, and then I mainly did voice acting gigs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, oh wait, no, that's Obi Wan Kenobi. I am Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> hi, I'm Ben Kenobi. I might be wearing tattered Jedi robes that probably look like they smell like arseholes, but I am not the Jedi formerly known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I changed my name to Ben. <laughs> oh, man. Um, some, some, some interesting thoughts coming through in the chat. Dad mm-hmm. says maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe they need the droids to speak aloud to stop them from conspiring silently with each other against their creators. I'd watch that. Yeah, because their creators don't seem to be the sharpest, do they? No, no actually, this is the thing. Maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi is right. Yeah. They can't think. They have to talk. You know, so if they could... If, if Maybe what he's saying is if they could keep their thoughts internalised, mm. then there'd be none of us left because they'd all be able to do all that. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe that that's a really good point. Maybe they literally have to vocalise, you yeah. know, so, so that, you know, sort of like... I hate my master. When he falls asleep, I'm going to kill him. So that the master goes, "Well, I need to get rid of that droid. <laughs> like that, that one's going in the rubbish chute tonight." <laughs> um, Jack says the first thing Luke does is shove it towards the, the lightsaber towards his eye. It is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I mean, like, Obi Wan doesn't say. Doesn't even say it's a weapon. No. What's this? I don't just have a, have a prod of it. Give it a shake. Why don't you press the button? A little play with it. Yeah. Two arms. I actually have Luke's lightsaber right there. He's oh, yeah. actual one, yeah. Actual one. Um, Duncan have says you, um, that. Uh, is, where's, have where's... you seen the the clip of the new ones that you can get at Galaxy Edge? <laughs> yeah, they look unreal. The yeah, extended I mean, ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're like they're basically a, a measuring tape. Yeah, but the measuring tape's made out of LED strips. That's really cool. That's very cool. Um, Duncan At says, least do some measuring. He's been <laughs> to the he's been to the monastery where um, Luke's home was on Akto. Yeah, um, Akto the island or the planet? Akto is the uh, planet. It was it was a, a, uh, an only, island. By planet. Star Wars rules, there's only one thing on the planet. Anyway. Yeah, it's just that island. It's just water yeah. and one island. <laughs> yeah. Whenever whenever they're flying to a planet, yeah. they fly in directly to the point that they're interested in on the entire planet. Yeah. They never have, have to actually, like... You don't see a couple of hours of Ray and Chewie orbiting the planet trying to find anything. They just fly to that island. Jamie brings up an interesting point. Mm-hmm. How big was the moon of Endor for it to have standard gravity, and how does the the planet needs how big does the planet need to be for it to get caught in its gravity 
So Endor the planet is a gas giant, isn't it? It's like Jupiter. Mm. Okay. So it could easily have moons of sufficient size to have one G gravity. Mm. I think some of the moons, like isn't Titan almost the same size as the Earth? I'm pretty sure there are examples that we know of in known space. Mm. Certainly are... like, like exoplanets have been found that have... Yeah. The problem is atmospheric development, isn't it? That's the issue. Is yeah. that because of, you know, because of where they are in the solar system, because uh, <laughs> yeah. of where they are in the solar system, Jupiter's moons, I don't believe have atmospheres. No, like very, very thin atmosphere. Yeah, because mm. of, because of, I mean, Brian Cox's documentary recently, like, absolutely amazed me when he was talking about how scientists theorise that. Jupiter basically formed, you know, was was almost a star, uh, but mm. then cooled too rapidly and became this planet that actually advanced through our solar system, um, knocking into Mars and causing all of Mars's water and stuff to go fucking flying everywhere. And as it advanced through the through the solar system, it sort of caused the Kuiper Belt to come into. Is it the Kuiper Belt? Is the one mm. in the middle um, into existence yeah. and stopped short of of knocking us out of and knocking the earth out of the way and then just slowly because of gravity just retreats and back out you know and it's like you know jupiter is kind of a fucked up <laughs> kind of planet like sort of weird weird thing also the idea of a gas giant man that freaks me out like you know bespin orbits uh or is in the atmosphere of a gas mm. giant yeah yeah. you know as well and like but there's nothing below it it's just gas like and eventually just a molten liquid metal core is that right like is it something was it I gas like i fucking love we're doing there's no, the there's no real like surface on a gas giant it would just eventually it just gets denser and denser and denser and eventually i suppose eventually if you went down far enough it would get dense enough to stand on but you'd be extremely dead by then yeah don't want to do that only if you're mm. a bloody wimp <laughs> fuck it out I'd do it yeah put a hard hat on what I'll go down it's like fuck um, it's like a mango <laughs> isn't it like mangoes yeah. when you're when you're cutting open a mango there's no sort of clear differentiation between the fruit and the stone it just sort of gradually goes from one to the other mango whereas if you're cutting open a peach or something it's mm. much clearer where the where the boundary is yeah mm. that's true that is true yeah. and that Ladies and gentlemen, it's science. Yeah. Hashtag fruit facts. Um, yeah. Jack says, as Qui-Gon says, the ability to talk does not make you intelligent. Yeah. But I think I think all of us proved that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Duncan says, if the density of the material is high enough, it will also create enough gravity. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Density it would be to have, will increase the mass as long as the mass G is high gravity enough. On a planet gravity. or on a planet that is smaller than the Earth, if what makes it up is denser. Mm. So if there's more metal content in it, you could have a smaller planet that still has the same gravity. Mm. Also, Duncan did want to did, did want to flag, didn't he, that the carbon freezing chamber in itself is mm. a very unhealth and safety place. Mm. On Bespin, this is one area where handrails are also actually strangely absent, considering mm. how mm. many handrails are actually visible in the facility at large. Like where him and where Darth Vader and Luke fight, no real handrails to speak mm. of, um, and also round the. Also, when Han Solo is being frozen by carbonite and all that smoke and stuff erupts from it, surely 
if anyone's standing in that smoke, aren't they being sort of sprayed with carbonite vapor? Like, won't they all like, have a It's quite ambiguous, like, isn't it, how it actually works? Like, because he's in a sort of little circular pit, so you'd expect him to come out like an apple core. Yeah. He comes out on this perfect slab, despite there being no sort of rectangular thing that he was in. And also, there's no sign of that metal th- metal thing at all, is there? Like, the grabber arm comes down, which is always a bit ominous and stuff, and just kind of crunches, and you hear mm. all this kind of freezing and sort of contraction of <coughs> stuff. But there's no... It's not holding a metal sort of yeah. mould or anything, It's is got, it? like, all the, the little lights and the indicator panels and things on it when it comes out. They don't just materialise out of the gas, do they? Yeah. Also, they don't, those ugly dogs don't give a shit, do they? They literally no. just push him over. Just wham! <laughs> like he comes out of hibernation sickness, but he's like, "Oh, I can't see or walk." <laughs> Why does my back hurt so much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't feel my legs. You know, it's like that's. Been... I mean, that's that's really not very very cool, is it? That's not cool. They're too used to handling frozen tabana gas. Yeah, kind of a dick move. What if it had fallen forwards as well? Yeah, crushed his little fingers, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's a weird pose, isn't it? Yeah. Like. Like, like that yeah like I'd keep my mouth sleeps. shut because I don't, wouldn't want like that it looks like he's yeah it's all it is I mean it's actually like on TV tropes it's mm. it's one of the nightmare fuel um, yeah. entries because like not they're like not only because of what it must be like to be frozen in carbonite but yeah. also what what Han Solo's like death mask looks like he looks mm. like firstly he's in agony like yeah. the process is a really painful process and you know it's like coating his teeth and and like there's big drips of it and like big and there's like, no in hole the... in his mouth is it it's just like covers like the back of his yeah. throat basically yeah oh god mm. eyes like literally face contorted like hands you know frozen oh man it's just it all got a bit of, of hand in Star Wars isn't it <laughs> Yeah. Like it's all got a bit too much. Like they just need to rein it in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. just calm it down, lads. Yeah, calm yeah. down, guys. Fucking hell. what are you building a fucking Death Star? Don't tell people that. That's weird. Yeah. That. What was the one? What was the name you suggested? The Freedom Eye. The Freedom Eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <the> Freedom Eye. <laughs> exactly. Freeing Alderaan of its planet. <laughs> so yeah. broadly, though, nothing that can be fixed with the addition of some guardrails and seat belts and an adjustable. Um, lumbar support. Yep, I agree. But how many deaths and bad backs will it take for them to put some stringent health and safety guidelines into practice? Yeah, pat testing. Pat testing the Death Star must be an absolute fucking nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take me to the power supplies. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you have this iPhone charger plugged in the whole time? Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Let's do it. Yeah. If you do, if you look very carefully on the on the uh, I don't know if it's on the the one that George Lucas have messed with but on the original scans of the mm. um, the scene where Obi-Wan's shuffling around the the tractor beam controls if you look very carefully at the bottom you can see a little green sticker and the initials of the guy that checked it last but he died he fell it's off good. peace of mind he isn't it <laughs> he fell yeah. off the slide was it was the episode <laughs> 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 just <this> long <laughs> Yeah, and in six months' time, somebody else has got to go and test that thing. Yeah, my Sharpie! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excellent. Okay, so, I mean, that was pretty good. Is there any more? Any more for any more? I mean, there's loads more, but we're at 10 past 10, (laughs) and it got really rambly. (laughs) 
fair dues. I think we'll all do right. it again sometime because I've enjoyed this. Absolutely. Let's. Uh, all right. Cool. Let's wrap this up tighter than a mummy. Before we wrap this up, can I point out a very cool thing that I've spotted? Go on then. Have you seen this thing you can do on the Mass Effect Legendary website? No. Uh, I got sent it. I haven't had a chance to have a look at it yet, but no. So you know the the picture they've done of the characters. Yeah. You can create your own version of that picture depending on who you want to be in it. So you can have, you know, you can obviously you put Garrus front and center. In fact, Jacob, somebody's yep, used it. it. They put Garrus in every position, Photoshop them out and combine them together. So it's an all Garrus <laughs> cover, Brilliant. which is pretty sweet. Brilliant. But yeah, you can, um, so you basically, you, you basically, you choose your crew in order of how big you want them to be on the picture. And you can change like the background color and, what location gets shown and a few things like that and you can print it out at the right size to wrap around the box that you won't buy because you'll get it as a digital download <laughs> are you going to get it i mean i've played all those games mm. several times and i've bought them all more than once so yeah. yes of course i am yeah i'm gonna yeah. get it as well i've already paid for it <laughs> so yeah yeah where, where, fresh, isn't it? where is the um our custom art creator hmm Oh, God. Well, that's, also, um, that's the next 15 minutes. <laughs> I've also ordered uh, Resident Evil Village as well for a, for a game that I'll have good intentions to play, but uh, won't ever play. No, we've tried this before, haven't we? Stop sharing, Russ. It doesn't work. <laughs> that was just porn. <laughs> yeah. My God, that was a lot of porn. Yeah, too, so much porn. So much porn. I don't think I ever need to see porn. I'm going to put again. mine up so that the people watching can see it, but you you creeps can't. That is. Fane, get some Thane in there. Oh, you got to have Thane in there. Doesn't get enough credit, does he? I'll tell you yeah. what, maybe next week we do... Um, oh, a bit of Mass Effect love. Yeah. Well, when, when this Legendary Edition comes out, we will. It's next week, isn't it? It's the week after. No, it's pretty soon. Yeah. Got the website up here, presumably. But if, it's next, if it's next week, we'll do it next week. Yeah. 14th of May. <laughs> yeah, so next week. So that's next week. So yeah, just before it hits... Yeah. Let's, let's no. do... Um, should we just do like a Mass Effect pod? A love letter. Yeah. yeah. A big love letter yeah. for all the reasons why we love it, all the bits we love mm. about it. I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to playing through the first one without having such shockingly shit inventory management. Um, me too. And That's gun the dream. controls. Have they improved that then? Apparently a bit, yeah. So it's not like you've got the shooting and cover system from two and three yeah. in one, but it's better. Love Mass Effect, yeah. It's okay, good, so right? we'll we'll talk Mass Effect next week, and we'll end it by putting together our teams as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Or right. Garrus, Garrison Thane. Of Garrison Thane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Garrison Thane. Yeah. And, yeah. Maybe Miranda um, and Tally. I love Tally. Mm. Michael her tubes. Um, so anyway, we're going to wrap up today. So uh, yeah, if you enjoyed the Star Wars risk assessment, mm. let us know on all of our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds what you think needs to be risk assessed in the Star Wars universe. We'd love to hear it. Just hit us up using the, uh, you know, Tom, just get your life together. Just talk. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tom, you're right, bud. Okay, yeah. Using using the tag at TMTOOH, that's for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget on our Instagram channel, if you go to the bio, you'll find a link to our Discord server where you can join us and talk to us and play games where you earn fake money, which will take over your life. You can talk about everything from games to films to 
DVDs if you still have DVDs. That, that fucking game, right? Yeah. I've now got it to a point. I, I live recklessly in my younger years in that game, and now I'm saving money in it to try and boost myself up the leaderboard a little bit, bit by bit. Just accruing like yeah. 300 thing every day yeah yeah um so that that's it i mean look you know obviously there's all sorts of other pods going on of course you can watch the streams back on youtube mm. you can also listen to all of our podcasts on spotify itunes soundcloud wherever you want to go and do that um dan's been doing plenty of marvel rated pods talking about uh wandering wandavision talking about uh the falcon and the winter soldier excuse me can I, and dan I'm probably gonna... just wants to say a quick mention that's yeah uh, we've literally it will be going up tomorrow we've ranked the three of us have ranked in order obviously that's what ranking is uh the christopher nolan films nice mm-hmm. so that is well worth a watch if you what's, are a what's, your, what's your number what's, what's your top christopher nolan films what mine yeah and russ's <sighs> probably inception i did really enjoy it i like inception a lot i think inception is awesome mm-hmm uh, but it's got to be Dark Knight Rises. I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm only kidding. I'm kidding. It's got to Guess be, where uh, Dark Knight Rises was on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Inception or the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, that two makes of my sense. favorite Christian films. Um, okay, so that's it. With no further ado, thank you very much for watching or listening. Whatever you did, it's absolutely fine. But we do have a stream, so if you are listening to it, you know whatever, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Uh, so we're going to say goodbye to Russ. Bye, Russ. Nice mates. Gonna say goodbye to Dan. Bye, Dan. Bye. I've been drinking. I forgot to mention Dartmoor's Jail Ale. Excellent. It's really nice. Excellent. And it's a goodbye from me and my Bowden Heat uh, Magic Cup. Wait, there's nothing in there. And on that note, 